When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. A very good evening. This is Sports Day WA. My name is Jimmy Williams filling in for Pete Vlahos, who tonight has a personal commitment. You can join the show anytime on the temper at Bedshed text 0487 736 736 or call 13 12 55. The Bedshed experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. Check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. We do it all for Kia, the award-winning Kia seven-seat Sorrento, and Tilmar get the right tool from the start. Coming up tonight, Josh Dore from Nine News Melbourne is going to check in and chat all things footy as we approach the second round of the preseason fixtures, which will be starting tomorrow afternoon and going through over the weekend. Looking forward to catching up with Joshua Dore, who used to, of course, be here at Nine News Perth, but has moved on back to his hometown of Melbourne. And, of course, we're going to talk a little bit more of the footy season with the waffle. Starts in about five weeks, but let's check in with Aaron Black, two-time West Perth Premiership player. He's the co-captain of the club. They had a massive weekend, and they are moving in the right direction. Still, after winning a premiership, they expect big things from the camp in 2023. But tonight, I want you to get involved. 13-12-55 is the phone number. Or you can text on 0487 736 736. And I want to know, in AFL 2023, who's going to be the biggest slider and who's going to be the biggest riser? Now, I'll give you mine. I've got Collingwood slipping down the ladder. I I still think they're capable of playing finals, but I think they won about 10 games under 12 points in 2022. So I'd expect that record to probably slip and change a little bit. So I've got Collingwood slipping down the ladder a little bit, probably finishing somewhere in between five and eighth or fifth and eighth. And I think Port Adelaide are the team that are going to surprise a few this year. Um, they add, you know, ex-Eagle, Junior Rioli. They get Jason Horn francis from Port Adelaide. He's a number one draft pick. I know Kane Corns here on the SEN Network is full of praise for him. A very capable young player, albeit his time at North Melbourne didn't really work out. There was a lot of controversy controversy rather around missing an ice bath and his attitude among senior teammates and all kinds of things. But I think Port Adelaide with those two, I think they've got some superstars emerging that we'll see in the early rounds of this year. That'll really come to the fore in Isaac Butters, Connor Rosie, uh, Zach Butters, not Isaac, pardon me. I think they're going to be a really exciting team to watch. And they only just missed the finals last year after starting the season with zero 
and five. And there's plenty of pressure too on Ken Hinckley. This could be his last season in charge of the club. And maybe when you're uncontracted and you don't have a deal beyond 2023, maybe that'll ease the pressure on him and the players. And maybe, just maybe, it might be a good thing for all those involved. Love to hear your thoughts. 0487 736 736 is our temper at Bedshed Text. Or call the Kia open line 13 12 55. We're here for Toolmart. Get the right tool from the start. Of course, the cricket is being played day one of the third test. And if you missed it, well, the first ball of the innings, the Australians should have had a wicket. Mitch Stark steaming into Rohit Sharma. A couple of the players appealed. They opted not to go up to the DRS. And it turns out Sharma nicked it. Incredible scenes. But it's been an incredible test match. And we've only played one session. We've just got out of the, I think, the tea break. Pardon me. Two sessions. And India were all out for 107. Australia at the crease. As we're just about to start the third session. You can hear all the action right here on SEN as part of our cricket call team. The boys over in India doing a fantastic job. Adam Collins, Bharat Sundarayson among those. Let's get into the sports news headlines. Buy three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres during Tyre Power's store-wide super sale. And some big news out of Brisbane today. They've finally appointed their captains for 2023. Ex-Dockers superstar Lockie Neal will be one of their co-captains along Star defender Harris Andrews, and here's what they had to say about their appointment. Yeah, I won't speak for Chief. He'll say a couple of words after as well. But um, from me, thank you to everyone in this room for your support. Um, getting voted in firstly by the players and coaches and then selected. Uh, it's a tremendous honour to lead this club and carry on the work that Zorks has done before us and, and Fags and everyone else that's um, been through the door. And um, as Fags touched on, um, it's not just us. We've got a great leadership group. And beyond that, a lot of other leaders um, in the playing group and just such a great group to work with. So looking forward to the year. Um, can't wait to get stuck in now. And um, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, and I just want to say a big thanks as well. Um, it's great coming up here knowing that we've got the support of everyone, players, coaching staff, support staff. Um, really proud day. Myself and Lockie as well um, to lead such a great club and yeah we're just really excited to work together and work with the playing group to get us to where we want to go to so thanks very much and yeah looking forward to it. Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews the co-captains of the Brisbane Lions for 2023. I reckon they're going to be one of the teams that's going to be really hard to beat this year. Of course uh, them and Geelong I reckon are the, are the two favourites for the Premiership in my eyes. They're going to be super hard to beat. But I want you to get involved tonight. 13 12 55 is the open line number. You can text in on the temper at Bedshare text 0487 736 736. And a couple have come through this evening. Hi, Jimmy. Sorry, mate. Slider would be St Kilda with Ross and an injured King up forward. That's from Mike. Thanks for getting involved, Mike. And hello, Jimmy. West Coast to make the eight and top up my betting account. No name on that one. Feel free to add your name. Oh, no. I do know who that is. G'day, Jimmy. West Coast to make the top eight and top up my betting account. Hawks to win the spoon. Love your work, Nolsey. Thanks for getting involved, Nolsey. Appreciate it. And you can too, anytime. 0487 736 736. Peter Vlahos not in tonight. Me, Jimmy Williams, filling in. Peter has a personal commitment, and he will be back tomorrow where we 
We'll chat all things A-League ahead of a, another big weekend of A-League coming up and, of course, all of the latest happening in sport. Those sports news headlines for tyre power. Buy three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres during tyre power's store-wide super sale. Now, Cam Bancroft is a bloke who's been playing some phenomenal cricket and really, I think he'll be on the plane to the ashes. Here's what he had to say about what the selectors have told him as he tries to continue his impressive shield form. He caught up with Scotty and Goss on SEN Breakfast earlier this morning. Yeah, I've had some. Um, yeah, I've had some um, very brief sort of contact. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, like it's a batter. The really the only feedback you can be given is to, uh, you know, just go and score more runs, and it's, <laughs> it's pretty generic kind of thing to say. But um, yeah, you're playing the well. Day, I, yeah, the truth is, it's kind of the only thing that I, I can really do um, at the moment. So, um, yeah, I mean. You know, I mean, as I was sort of saying, like I, you know, playing for Australia is something that I really want to, really want to do again. And um, you know, when that, um, what that looks like, that's you know, for a power greater than me to know. But um, you know, all I can do is just um, prepare well and give myself a, a chance to play well each game. And um, and, and I'm sure, uh, and I know that that's the, that's kind of the, the feedback and um, the things that I know that I need to do uh, moving forward. Cam Bancroft on SEN Breakfast this morning with Scotty and Goss. You can tune in to the boys Tuesday to Friday from 6am to 8am. The boys doing a fantastic job. Don't forget, you can get involved tonight anytime. 0487 736 736 or ring 13 12 55. I'm asking for your biggest riser and your biggest slider in the upcoming AFL season. I've gone Port Adelaide are going to rise up the AFL ladder. I think with recruits Jason Horn Francis, Junior Rioli, and a couple of their stars in Connor Rosie, Zach Butters, uh, Sam Pal Pepper, I think is capable of, of still finding another gear for that team. They've got huge firepower up front. Todd Marshall, Mitch Georgiades, they have um, Charlie Dixon. I didn't even mention him. I wonder if they can fit all three into that forward line. Looking forward to watching how they go this weekend, of course. Our WA teams, West Coast and Fremantle, over the past fortnight, playing against Port Adelaide and Adelaide, respectively. And it's the Dockers tomorrow that will take on Port Adelaide. So I'm looking forward to that one. And West Coast will take on Adelaide on Friday. We'll take a break here on Sports Day WA. Coming up next, Josh Dorr from Nine News Melbourne. But don't forget, double demerits apply from midnight Thursday until midnight Monday for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detector while you're driving. Get caught and you could lose your license twice as fast. It's 10 past five right here on Sports Day. Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome back to Sports Day on this Wednesday evening. Great to have your company. Jimmy Williams filling in for Peter Vlahos right here on Sports Day WA. You can get involved on the temperate bedshed text 0487 736 736 or call 13 12 55. Kia, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. 
And we do it all for Toolmark. Get the right tool from the start. Tonight we're asking, or I'm asking, who's going to slide up the AFL ladder? Or go up the AFL ladder and who's going to slide down? We've had a text from Mike in Palmyra. Jimmy, slider will be St Kilda with Ross and an injured Max King up forward. I think Gold Coast will improve and maybe just slide into the eight. Good on you, Mike, from Palmyra. Appreciate you getting involved. And you can too anytime. The temper at Bedshare text 0487. 736 736. Let's head over to Melbourne. A man that loves his footy. He's one of the best in the game. He's an emerging young star of the Australian meet. I was lucky enough to work with him back at Channel 9 Perth. He's gone home. He's back working for Nine News Melbourne. It's a very good evening to Joshua Dor. Hello, Josh. Hello, Jimmy. Thanks for having me, mate. Great to be chatting with you on this beautiful evening with uh, the footy just around the corner. It doesn't get much better, eh? Mate, 15 sleeps away from the real Ooh. stuff, but we've had one weekend of uh, of action and we've got another few games for the official preseason games this weekend. We'll get to that in a moment, but you were at St Kilda today and I'm not bringing up St Kilda, Josh, because people know <laughs> that maybe I'm a St Kilda person, but they spoke today, a couple of their stars. Have you got updates on... Tim Membry and Max King, by any chance? I do, Jimmy. Uh, and it's uh, a very important story, really. Not just if you're a St Kilda fan, but talking a lot about the movers and sliders and, and St Kilda are a team that fall very much in the middle. Um, mm. And then it's going to be really dependent on these two men. And, and particularly uh, at this early stage, I mean, we know Max King is still a little bit away, and I'll get to him in a sec. But Tim Embry, he's really the main one. And we're talking about round one, which... Um, as you touched on, is, is, is not not too far away. The Saints uh, open it up against the Dockers in 18 days' time. Uh, and Membry is really touch and go. Um, you'll remember he had knee surgery a couple of weeks ago mm. on a little mishap that, that came up during training, and it was a real blow to Ross Lyon, given he's already, as we, as we touched on, without Max King for at least the first month of football. Um, but he's tracking pretty slowly at this stage. He, he's still yet to join main training. Um, he got back into some running this week. He's been doing some some weight work upper body wise, but um, as I said, it is not yet to transition back into the main group. So uh, obviously won't be taking any part in the Saints scratch match against Essendon on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and is certainly pushing it a little bit uphill to, to get back for round one. So that's a watch and act. As for King though, there is a bit of a, a silver lining, I guess, to his recovery. He's not putting a timeline on his return. At this stage, it's sort of been flagged around round seven, round eight, best possible case scenario for him course coming back from a shoulder reconstruction but he's actually said today that he's been putting on some size and you can actually notice it in the press conference he looked a bit bigger around the legs and the waist so he's been in the gym obviously unable to do a lot of work upper body so his focus has been on the lower half and um, he has put on a bit of size put on a few kilos so he's hopeful that when he does come back he'll be a little bit more powerful a little bit stronger we know at times last year obviously being the, the, the one-out target for the Saints that he, he was sort of worked off the ball at times, two-on-one, and, yeah. and had a real tough time there. So he's obviously made that a focus of his pre-season. So obviously at this stage, uh, both men are a chance to miss round one. Obviously definitely King and, and Membry at this stage. So what does it mean for the Saints? Well, they played a really interesting sort of look in, in the unofficial practice match against Melbourne last week. They had uh, Dougal Howard and Zane Cordy both rotating through the forward line at times. Now, of course, Neither guys have played a lot of time up forward. Cordy feel a little bit at his, his time at the Bulldogs, but Dougal Howard, um, certainly a position that's a bit unfamiliar to him. And you could tell in that practice match, they struggled to contest, albeit against you know the likes of Stephen May and Jake Lever. It's a tough task for any forward, let alone a defender. But 
um, trying to bring the ball to ground, trying to get these smalls involved. That's going to be the game plan for them. Look, it's, it's a challenge and it's it's going to be a real tough ask for us without these guys, particularly if memory does drag on a little bit longer into the start of the year. Um, but even when he returns, you know, he, he He's not a key forward, or a, a, as in a, as in a one out sole key target. Man. Yeah, he's, he's yep. going to need some help. So there's a bit of a headache for Ostline early days, and it's, it, it might play into a bit of those those sliders and movers, but um, certainly a chance for a couple of defenders to to potentially turn into some swing men. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do at Morabit. It's it's a big ask for Ross, and he's uh, he's got an early challenge that's for sure to start the year. What did you notice, Josh, about the vibe of the club? 150 years, their anniversary this year for the mm. Saints. One flag in 150 years. Of course, Ross Lyon comes back into the football club and a lot's been made about these injuries in the preseason. Is there, is there a good vibe down there? And, and I suppose the second part of my question is, did you get a chance to watch training today or was it just King and Membry speaking to the press? Yeah, in terms of the vibe, there's a lot of excitement about 150th year, of course. And I think, uh, as you would attest to, Jimmy, if, if there was ever a, a group of fans that uh, were more uh, solid and determined and, and had stuck by their club for longer, I don't, I don't think you could find a group that has been more resilient than secure defence, given that lack of success and given the trying times they've been through. Um, they've, they've sort of launched their 150th campaign today. They've put the focus on some of those fans. There's a great video um, online of the likes of Nick Rewalt and Lenny Hayes and, and Tim Member as well, uh, uh, pumping up some of their heroes being just the everyday fan or the everyday person around the club. So look, they're trying to really give back to those fans that have given them a lot of support. In terms of on the field, look, there's, I mean, there's a lot of excitement about what Ross Lyon's trying to do. It depends who you're asked. There's obviously a couple of security fans that are a bit hesitant about Ross being back at the club and, and what he's going to bring, uh, you know, 10 years apart from his time there. But there's one thing you can't, say about the Saints is, 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 there, is there certainly it's not like they're not fit they are they are really running across the ground really well um, guys like Wayne Ganeen Miller uh, guys like Windhager have had a really strong pre-seasons Brad Hill looks as, as fit as ever so they're certainly going to test teams with their run the question is going to be their skill and, and, and I have watched a fair bit of their pre-season sessions over the last couple of weeks and it's just the little things that the kicks outside 50 just little targets that get missed sometimes so um, you know Ross has really said from the start that he wants them to to take the game on and, and, and be a, a running side and he's going to lean into that fitness. Uh, the question for them is going to be that execution piece and um, there's plenty of quality through the midfield, but um, it's probably just uh, around the fringes at times that they've got some guys that just need to be able to use the ball a little bit better. So that's going to be the test for them. But in saying that, I think they're going to certainly surprise some teams with uh, their speed and, and their fitness. And I think they'll hold them in good stead, particularly at the start of the year um, against a couple of these teams that, that are sort of just going to be working their way out as well, which they, they face early on. Do you think they can play finals, Josh? It's a big ask. And and, yeah. and yeah. talking about the, the, the movers and the sliders of the year, I, I probably do have them as my slider. I mean, you look mm. at last year, 11 wins uh, really fell off the back part. Um, I struggle to see right now them getting to that point again, particularly without King and, and that's and that's the challenge. I mean, you start the year only needs to be one and five or, or two and six, and you're already on on the uh, on the edge. Uh, I, I don't think there is a big expectation internally that they have to make finals for this to be a successful year. I mean, Ross has been given three years to turn it around, but in saying that, he's 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 not come in to do a rebuild. He's not a rebuild coach, so that they're certainly going to want some success. But their list profile at the moment, we know they went hard on to goey and missed out in the off-season. They know they're missing a couple of pieces through there. The challenge is, is whether they can match what they did last year, even as a base. And, and I think even that would be 
a bit of a stretch. So um, it's going to be an uphill battle to start the year, and I think that just might have them off on the wrong foot, uh, particularly with a couple of the other clubs that are, that are certainly looking to push up into the eight. Enough about the Saints, JD. Let's get stuck into the Hawks and Pies. They've named their squads for tomorrow night's clash, and the Pies uh, fans will be certainly having a great big look at ex-Hawk Tom Mitchell. Yeah, there's a really good chance for a couple of these new recruits to, to put their name up in lights and, and lock in around one spot. Um, they flew out to Tassie this afternoon. The only man really that wasn't on the plane was Braden Maynard, who uh, copped a little cut to his leg against Carlton uh, last week, uh, which has uh, managed to get infected. So the club just keeping uh, that uh, as a precaution, keeping you home. Uh, on the flip side, they've got, as I said, a, a pretty much a full-strength side. Uh, Bobby Hill in the team, of course. Uh, he's the front runner to take Jack Inovan's spot. Uh, who will be out for those first two matches. Billy Frampton's one who has really caught a lot of eyes over here in the off-season. Mm-hmm. Uh, come across from Adelaide, been a bit of a swingman throughout his career, but he's really locked down a spot in defence alongside Darcy Moore and Jeremy Howe and um, really impressed with some of his intercept marking uh, and ball use as well too. So he gets his chance to, to nail down a round one spot. Really interesting thing with the Pies though, and you mentioned Tom Mitchell there, is, is how they sort of squeeze all these names into the midfield. Um, yeah. We know that... They struggled at times, contested last year in, in the centre, and so they brought in Mitchell to, to help Taylor Adams with that aspect. But, uh, you know, we, he's not necessarily, in a, in notoriously through his career, a speed player. So the challenge for them is to not get too one-paced, and hence they're looking to bring Nick Dacos, of course, through, who's uh, been the star of pre-season Olympic Park. He's made that transition into the midfield seamlessly, um, able to hit the scoreboard still as well, which is really exciting. So have got a lot of pieces now. Jack Crisp, too, who floats across half-back in midfield. I'd expect Scott Pendlebury to, to play a more permanent role in defence this year. So how they how they squeeze all those pieces in is going to be uh, really interesting. Uh, they take on a Hawthorne side who were a bit battered and bruised uh, from their uh, unofficial scratch match against Geelong. They got belted down there at the Cattery. <laughs> they get back a couple of experienced players in Luke Bruce and, and Chankwath Jaff, um, which will be handy for them. But the challenge for them is it's not really going to be about wins and losses this year. It's about getting... Now, some games and some time into into these young kids. Cam McKenzie, um, their top draft pick, he comes into the side as well too. Uh, really good ball user who's impressed with the preseason and is a good chance for round one. Uh, they've got a couple of players missing up forward. So again, there's opportunity there. Um, but they'll certainly be wanting to put on just a little bit of a better show just to, just to get their fans a little bit more excited for round one. But I think the Pies will really look to put the foot down and, and they're going to be an interesting one to watch to see if uh, they can back up, of course, their uh, heroics, really, of, of last year's campaign. Yeah, I said it at the top of the show, Josh. I, I just think I think they're a good side, Collingwood, but I'm not sure if you flip those uh, results. I think it was 10 games under mm. 12 points in 2022. Like, they're not going to finish top four. They might slip a little bit down the ladder. That's just my opinion, and you're welcome to yours. 13, 12, 55, or text the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 Seven three six. We are asking tonight for your biggest improver and biggest slider in the AFL season, which starts in 15 sleeps. Can't wait. Josh Dorr from Channel 9 is with us. Just before I let you go, Josh, Brisbane's captaincy announcement today, former Dockers star Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews to be co-captains in 2023. Wasn't really a massive surprise. Are you a fan of co-captains? I'm personally not. It's, uh, it's, it's I'm a traditionalist and I like the idea of of one bloke being backed in to, to take the role. Um, but I think in this case, there was probably a clear argument uh, to go down the path. I mean, Harris Andrews, uh, probably around a lot of Brisbane supporters, was, was the clear-cut man to take the job, given he's been the vice-captain for the best part of five years. And 
and obviously Neil, um, as, as we as we well know, had that much um, reported uh, temptation to, to almost move back to Ferrara last year. So um, he's obviously stuck fat with the club now, and, and he's, he's now their skipper. So um, he's got to you know continue to, to repay them as, as the Lions look to to move forward and, and, and take that next leap into a grand final and, and obviously in towards a premiership this year, which they're certainly capable to do. Um, the interesting thing really about today's announcement was was buried a little bit further down the press release with a two-year <laughs> contract extension to Chris Fagan, yeah. uh, the coach. And, of course, um, you know, there's all the um, uh, ongoing investigations surrounding the Hawthorne uh, racism allegations that will continue, as we, as we understand, to linger throughout the best part of this season. But... Um, you know, the Lions have really backed him in. And, you, and I guess, you know, you can't deny what he's been able to do over the last four seasons, four consecutive seasons now, pushing deep into the finals and was out of contract at the end of this year. So uh, it would have been a, a fair bit of pressure, I guess, on him, given the expectation is, of course, for Brisbane to, to make that leap and, and, and win a premiership this year. So uh, they've backed him in, um, which is a big move, given, I guess, the uncertainty surrounding what's going to be happening this year. But that'll be a lot of confidence for Fagan and, and the players and um, you know talking about movers I mean yeah Brisbane they look the real deal Will Ashcroft all the news coming out of him is that he's had a fantastic pre-season as yep. well as Josh Dunkley who's gone up there so um, they take on Geelong tomorrow night that'll be an absolute uh, mouth-watering practice match uh, two teams pretty much at full strength the Cats have rested Jeremy Cameron and Isaac Smith but uh, I've got plenty of stars so uh, that'll be a really good watch and, and, a, and a good way to, to see just how these sides might shake out in the early parts of the year. All right, Josh, 15 sleeps till round one. Who do you think is going to be the biggest riser and the biggest slider for 2023? Well, I think I touched on my slider a little bit earlier yep. and not to, not to dampen your show, Jimmy, <laughs> so I won't go back on it um, with the Saints. But in terms of a riser, I mean, look, there's a, there's a lot of clubs that are going to perform better. You think um, certainly West Coast are going to go better and everyone expects Carlton to, to make that jump into finals as well as I do and, and they could go really high. But for me, um, the club that's really impressed me this off-season has, has been the Doggies. And, and, you know, they did make finals last year, albeit only only just scraping in and uh, and lost that first elimination final to Fremantle. But um, they've had a, a fantastic pre-season. And, and the thing for me at this stage is, is their fit. They've got all their guys sort of back at the right time. Uh, Adam Trelaw, Bailey Smith got some minutes in the in the practice match over the weekend. Uh, Tim English, I mean, if he isn't already, he could well until the end of the year is, is the best ruckman in the competition. Uh, the, the, the challenge for them is, is figuring out how to squeeze all these talented forwards into the one forward line. Uh, Aaron Norton, Jamar Hagen, Rory Lobb and Sam Darcy all played in the front half uh, on the weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how they... Uh, roll them out uh, in this upcoming game against North Melbourne on Saturday. But um, Luke Beveridge, he's, he's appears relaxed. He's got that big new contract, which has uh, backed him in. Uh, and I, I just think there's a bit of um, fire in their belly after last year. I mean, grand finalists a couple of years ago um, were only a half a footy away, really, from, from lifting the Premiership Cup. So for me, uh, the Doggies are a team that are certainly going to feature in finals. And, and, and if they can get that forward line right, they're going to be a real threat to a lot of teams, I think, um, come the pointy end of the year. Josh, really appreciate your time this evening. Uh, I know you're going to be a busy man through the AFL season, but hope to do it again soon. Take care. Anytime, Jimmy. Great to chat. Josh Daw from Channel 9 News Melbourne there. Absolutely loves his footy. He's going to have a massive 2023. And there you have it. He thinks the dogs can get back to competing for the premiership in 2023, going to rise up the ladder. And he thinks... It could be a little bit grim for St Kilda fans for the season, which starts in 15 sleeps. Can't wait. Turning our attention quickly to cricket. Australia, one for 96 
after 29 overs in the third session. India, all out already today for 107. A remarkable day of test cricket in India and plenty of uh, ex-Australian greats are having a crack at the Indian groundskeepers saying the wicket's not up to standard, um, the umpiring's not up to standard. There was five mistakes by one umpire in the first uh, session and 30 minutes. Five errors. It was quite remarkable, uh, really. Um, But anyway, Australia, uh, if you missed it, they... Effectively, well, they almost took a wicket on the first ball of the innings. Mitch Stark actually schnicked up Rohit Sharma. They didn't, although they did appeal, they didn't actually send it upstairs. Umpire gave it not out. Sharma didn't leave the crease and he wasn't out, even though Schnicko showed that he hit it. Anyway, we'll bring you up to date with the cricket over the next course of the week. Of course, you can hear it all on SEN here by switching stations to SENWA and a variety of other stations. But you're on SEN Track with me, Jimmy Williams, filling in for Pete Vlahos tonight on Sports Day WA. Coming up next, we'll check in with two-time Premiership star Aaron Black. He's the co-captain of the West Perth Footy Club. Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome back to Sports Day here on SEN. Great to have your company, Jimmy Williams, filling in for Pete Vlahos tonight. It's good to be with you. 13 12 55. If you'd like to get involved, you can call the open line or you can text the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Bedshed, experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. Check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com. Are you now time for our Aussie interview of the month? It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and be sure it's Aussie. And it doesn't get much more Australian than getting in a car with your mates and going on a camp and getting to know each other. And that's exactly what the West Perth Footy Club did last weekend as part of their preseason. And it's great to have their premiership co-captain and two-time flag star Aaron Black on the show this evening. Hello, Blackie. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me, mate. That's one of the better intros I've heard, I think. <laughs> How was it? Mate, awesome. Um, really, really, really cool. Uh, we head down to York. Or out to York, actually, I must say. Yeah. Matt Gordon and farm. Um, and do a bit of work out there. Bit of team bonding as well, which is which is really fun. And um, I think you come back a, a little bit wiser man. Mate. How is it when you are a premiership co-captain and all the pressure's on you and you know the rest of the competition is chasing you ahead of this footy season, which is now sort of five weeks away from uh, round one for you guys? Oh, mate, it's obviously nice to be on that, that end of the um, the deal. I think uh, being chased is something you always want to do. It means you've had a good year the year before. So, look, we're really looking forward to that challenge, um, something that we haven't sp- experienced um, in a long time or, or a few of us really have experienced it. So... Um, you know, I think it's a challenge that we're looking forward to. I think we've, you know, we've really improved and um, and grown over the over the break in the preseason. And you know, some of our pickups, um, Lang has been, you know, one of the main ones has um, been massive for us during the preseason. So we're looking forward to that challenge. But um, you know, there's a long road ahead, and we think we're we think we're going to uh, be in with a chance to do it again if all all happens right. 
How has he settled in? Zach Langdon obviously comes back, has a relationship with Darren Harris, who's uh, the premiership coach from last year, uh, an AFL-level player. Uh, what's he been like around the playing group? What's he going to bring to the group, Blackie? Mate, he's, he's fantastic. Um, you know, he's come in to a, to a new footy club and he's fitted in seamlessly. He's got, you know, natural leadership abilities and, and you can see that already. He's um, a welcome player within our group gets around everyone um, and, he, and he made a real effort to, to get to know um, the playing group and the coaches and that's really noticeable but you know mate, he's an elite athlete um, you know he whooped me in the running um, you know he whooped a few people in the running so he's going to add a, a massive amount of versatility to our midfield group and our forward um, six and, and I'm really looking forward to playing alongside him this year. Has there been much of a turnover in the list every time well, it happens with every club regardless of when whether you win the premiership or not, what's what's been the turnover like inside the playing group? New faces and, and some old faces perhaps leaving. I know Anton Hamp retired. Has there been anyone else that hasn't returned for the 2023 season? Yeah, mate, you're 100 right. I think turnover at this level is is always pretty high. I yeah. think when you're when you're at a club that's as deep as ours, the last couple of years, you get a little bit of extra turnover of guys who who want opportunity and want to play and. Um, you know, you mentioned Hampy leaving and a couple of um, our really big culture guys, Tom Boys, um, Jack Burke, Stewie Antonio, um, you know, they all moved on. And Trent Manzone, um, you know, went to, to look for opportunity elsewhere um, down at Perth. So, you know, there's they're some really um, big losses for us. And, um, you know, but I think we get someone like Mark Hamilton back who missed the back end of the season yeah. and, and some of those guys who played a, a bit of footy towards the end of the year in, in big games and played well, uh, you know, they grow they grow a leg from, from that kind of performance and, and those kind of games. So um, as much as we lost a little bit of talent and, and some good culture guys, I think, I think we grow a little bit from it as well. How's your body feeling, Aaron? I know those close to you know uh, you weren't 100% for the most part of 2022. Are, are you back to 100 now? Yeah, oh mate, I'm I'm if I'm sixty percent, I think I'm a hundred hundred percent. So I'm feeling really good now. Um, you know, I had a bit of a um, a fracture in my in my femur um, in the middle part of the season with a with a bit of a um, uh, LCL um, strain. So it wasn't ideal in the knee um, to deal with that for the back end of the year. But um, you know, it was nice to have a bit of time off while also celebrating. But to get to get that right. Um, and, you know, I, I I seem to bounce back pretty well from, from a lot of things. So I'll definitely be ready to go. 2022 for you, Aaron, was one of the biggest years of your life. You, you finally achieve your dream of playing AFL footy. You co-captain a, a premiership. You, you turn a, a milestone birthday in 30 years old. How do you reflect on that experience of finally getting your opportunity and showing that you could match it with the big boys on the AFL level nearly a year on? Yeah, it was a very interesting year. It feels like a, a long time ago, um, you know, playing back in March. It was, a, it was a, obviously a really cool experience and um, everything that came along with it was, I guess, a reward for a lot of hard work over a, a long period of time. Um, I guess I just tried to, to soak up as much as I could being around, um, you know, elite athletes and great leaders um, at that footy club and, and try and take away what I could from them and, and bring it back to West Perth. Um, and, you know, I guess throughout the year, challenges arise and, 
you know, you, you win games, you lose games, you lose players, you gain players, whatever it might be, um, back at West Perth. And we were able to ride that wave uh, and have a really successful finish to the year in winning a flag. So um, it, it was definitely a special year. I don't know about the 30th birth, birthday being very um, exciting. I'm not overly happy <laughs> about getting old, mate. It means I'm coming closer to the end of my footy career, which I'm not looking forward to. How, how many more years do you think you have in you, Aaron? Uh, I like to think that the old tractor will just keep on plugging along, mate. The old <laughs> diesel truck. Um, I, look, I'd, I'd, I'd like to keep playing um, for as long as my body will let me, as long as I'm positively impacting the footy club, as long as I'm um, helping the team win games, then, then I'd like to keep playing. So if I can keep doing that for five, six, seven years, I'll keep doing it. Um, you know, if, it, if it's not that long, then then, you know, maybe it's not that long. But um, if I can positively imp- impact the footy club, then I'll keep playing. Young bloke by the name of Kane Bevan uh, won your best and fairest award last year. Was lucky enough to be there to present it with him on the night. Um, how's he tracking? And and has he made a, an impression on the senior group? Is this a kid that could emerge and play some senior footy this year? He made an impression on camp, mate. He got his head shaved with some shearing shears, <laughs> some sheep shears, so... Um, he was good on camp, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but he's been, but Bevo's been awesome. Um, he, he, you know, he's a really big-bodied mid. Uh, I don't know, he's, he'd be six three, six four, or something like that. So in the Jay Van Berlo type mould from the footy club um, in the past, you know, he, he's played really good footy in, in our um, intra-club games. You know, can mark the footy overhead, uh, wins the footy at stoppages. And and he's just a he's a sponge and wants to learn like you know a lot of these kids are so I think you know he's going to be a, a really good player for us for a long time if he doesn't get an opportunity at the next level but he's been sensational mate so I'd, he'd be one that I'd be looking out for as as a young kid coming through definitely yeah not only did he win the Dominish uh, best and fairest medal at the West Perth Football Club he of course won the Jack Clark medal as the best player in the Colts on sand overnight which of of course was won by Blaine Bokhorst of East Fremantle. Hey, Blackie, just before I let you go, now, I mentioned earlier in the chat, you, you had a milestone birthday, you, you turned 30. I know you and a, a few of your buddies went to Bali to, to, to celebrate and let your hair down after a, a great win and a great premiership victory. But something really funny happened in Bali. You met a former AFL superstar by accident. Can you can you fill us in on what happened? Yeah, I met the great duck, Wayne Carey, mate. Um it was actually, yeah, look, we were, we were at Mississippi, for those who know and love Bali. What a place. Great um, place. And we were, two of my mates and I were just having a bit of a muck around with some lookalikes and doppelgangers. And, and I um, I rolled around and said, gee whiz, that looks like Wayne Carey. How's it got? The big fella's here. And, um, you know, 10 seconds goes by and one of the boys says, mate, that's that's Wayne Carey <laughs> with a few expletives in there as well. Um and we didn't, we just kind of took the mickey out of it a little bit. And, you know, a couple of minutes later, I'd, I was rolling over to say hello to Duck and and he actually knew my name, which was um, wow. kind of a cool experience. So uh, I know my boss at work, um, she's a massive Wayne Carey fan, uh, big Kangaroos fan as well. She was um, over the moon for me, but also extremely jealous. It was a cool experience, man. It's pretty funny. Lucky, we appreciate you. Thanks for you. throwing me under the bus. We appreciate you coming on the show, mate, and being open and honest as always. Good luck for the Waffle 2023 season. No doubt the West Perth supporters out there can't wait to see you guys have a crack at defending the title. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it, mate.
Aaron Black, the co-captain, a premiership co-captain of the West Perth Football Club there. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and be sure it's Aussie, our Australian interview of the month. At the top of the show, we spoke about sliders and those going up the ladder in the AFL, which is 15 sleeps away. And you can get involved on the temper at Bedshed. Text line 0487 736 736. Wiz from Joondalup says, Sliders, the pies. How many more close ones can they win? Mover, the Lions, will win it this year with their acquisitions. Side note, the best sliders are in Perth are located in Whitford's. Thanks, Wiz. And a text here from Lisa of Ellenbrook. Hi, Jimmy. So good to hear you on air and doing a fantastic job. Thank you, Lisa. Jimmy, any contact to the head should be an automatic suspension, no fines, and no appealing the decision. The tribunal and AFL need to start getting serious about concussions. Do you agree or disagree? 13 12 55 0487 736 736 is the temp at Bedshed text if you'd like to get involved this evening at 12 minutes to 6. Just in short, Lisa, I think the AFL are really trying. All the codes around the world are trying. It's a massive issue. Um, protecting the head is so important in society and in sport. We don't want our athletes going into retirement having any issues. And uh, I'm sure the AFL are working very hard behind the scenes to prevent it. I know we've seen different rules introduced, and it's a very important cause. We'll take a break, and we'll be back to wrap it all up. Sports Day WA right here. It's 12 minutes to 6. Welcome back to Sports Day WA. Jimmy Williams in the chair for Peter Vlahos. The Indians have just taken their second wicket. Australia, two for 108. Manus Labashane out bowled by Jadeja for 31. Kawadra at the crease, 53. And Stephen Smudge-Smith, the acting captain, is at the crease getting warmed up and primed for a big innings. India, earlier today, if you can believe it, were rolled for 109. So Australia, as it stands, just one run behind. Double demerits apply from midnight Thursday until midnight Monday for drink or drug driving, not wearing a seatbelt or running a red light. Get caught and you could lose your license twice as fast. Make sure you drive safe out there on the roads this long weekend. And for New Farm, Australian through and through. Well, today it was a really warm one. We got to a top of 37. It was a little bit muggy and a chance of a shower this evening. Tomorrow, partly cloudy in 37 again, 31 on Friday, mostly sunny ahead of what's looking like an okay weekend, partly cloudy in 27 on Saturday and heating up for Sunday and Monday, 28 and 29 respectively. In Bunbury, for our Bunbury audience, uh, it's going to be 31 tomorrow, 29 and sunny on Friday and on Saturday, 27 with some cloud clearing in the morning. Sunday, 26, partly cloudy and on Monday, mostly sunny and 27 degrees. Great to have the company of Josh Daw from Nine News Melbourne, who was on the show a little bit earlier tonight with all the emerging stories out of Victoria ahead of the second week of practice games, which start tomorrow. And Aaron Black, the West Perth co-captain, with a really funny story about meeting Wayne Carey in Bali. And he's pretty ambitious that the West Perth Footy Club will be there or thereabouts again in 2023. Make sure you go back and listen to the chats on the SEN podcasts if you miss them. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, Scotty and Goss back from 6 till 8 a.m. 
Hazen Mato with the run home from three to five. And Peter Vlahos will be back in his chair for Sports Day WA. We do it all for Kia, the award-winning seven-seat career Kia Sorento, and Tilmart. Get the right tool from the start. Thank you, Lee. See you tomorrow.